Hey friends, I have a new ad partner that I think you're going to love because I already love them. And that is Stitch Fix. Stitch Fix sends style so good that you can feel it. They deliver all the confidence that comes with a truly amazing outfit without any of the work. With Stitch Fix, you get a stylist who understands your style, your size, and your budget, and they do all the shopping for you. It's the easiest way to transform your wardrobe. I feel like they just get me. They do get you. They just knew what would look right on me, and I hate taking stuff out. Yes. So it's like Christmas when you open that box, and you're like, how did you know? Exactly. It is Christmas, and I cannot wait till my next one. So go ahead, take the leap, do Stitch Fix, get your own personal stylist, and feel as bougie as we do these days using Stitch Fix, but not for a crazy price because they get your budget. Get started today at stitchfix.com slash naked. That's stitchfix.com slash N-A-K-E-D. Stitchfix.com slash naked. Welcome to Summer of Scripture on the Naked Marriage Podcast. For 66 days in a row, we are releasing a daily devotional episode for your marriage. And over these 66 days, we're going to pull out one scripture from each of the 66 books of the Bible and talk about how it applies to your marriage. So if you listen to every single one of these episodes, you're going to have a comprehensive understanding of God's plan for your marriage. We encourage you to listen to everyone. Let's dive into today's scripture. Welcome to day 19. We're in the book of Psalms. And man, it's hard to pick just like one verse from Psalms because it's like there's so much beauty and poetry. You think of like the 23rd Psalm, yes. perhaps the most, uh, you know, quoted passage. It was my first, Bible. the first verses I ever learned as a Christian. Yeah, the Lord is my shepherd. I loved it. I mean, it's, yes. it's just beautiful. Written by most of these, were many of these were written by King David. Yes. Who was uh, just a, a poet, poet, a warrior, a king. Musician. Just a fascinating, a <laughs> musician guy. He was really, I, I mean, he definitely was a Renaissance man. Yeah, he was ahead he was. of his time. Yes. And... Yeah, there's so much good stuff in the Psalms, and I love how the Bible has poetry in it. Like, mm-hmm. you know, that it's not it's not just history. It's not it's like there are certain parts where we can only express our love to God through these beautiful poems and songs and psalms. And this one verse from Psalm chapter 15, verse four, is one that we use because we use this verse uh, this year in our EXO conference talks about the right. power of perseverance. And the verse is talking about the kind of activities that God blesses. And he's like, he blesses those who despise flagrant sinners and honor the faithful followers of the Lord and keep their promises even when it hurts. Such people will stand firm forever. And that whole keep your promises even when it hurts. Mm -hmm. We really focused in on that one line in our talk on the power of perseverance, especially as it relates to marriage, because your vows, your promises, there are going to be times where it hurts to keep them. And we're not talking about hurts like you're in an abusive situation, because if you are, you need to get out and get, get the help and protection you need. But just the regular day-to-day pain of living with another human being who's also imperfect mm-hmm. and the, the trials of life, there are going to be moments where it hurts to keep those promises. And you might feel like not being married that day, mm-hmm. but you got to hold on. Man, I love this verse. And I think that it's a challenge for all of us. You know, our human nature says, leave when it gets hard. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Sure. If this is hurting, if this is uncomfortable, then maybe you shouldn't even be in this relationship or maybe you shouldn't try to go through this hard time with this person. And I mean, that's just human nature is we want, we just want to get out when it, when it's hard. But I think that the thing about marriage, the reason marriage isn't just like a, 
hey, you want to get married and then you're married. Like there's actual vows that we exchange is because we know we, we like on our wedding day, we are making these promises because we know it's going to be hard to keep them. Okay. Because yeah. we know we have to establish a line in the sand saying, okay, I'm agreeing to this. You're agreeing to this before God, before all those that we love. And we're saying we are going to do our best to keep this. Like, why would we go to all this effort if it was easy? Right. Why? The vows would just be for better for richer yes, in health. Exactly. Um, but no, it's the other side of the vows are really the important part. Exactly. Because it's easy yeah. to keep the vow when it's for better, for health, for richer. But when it's poor, worse, in sickness, or, or we when you don't you're, like that. Yeah. Or when you're you're frustrated and you don't want to forsake all others. You want to find some other person who right. gets you and you know you want to find comfort in that. Uh that's when your vows matter the most. Mm -hmm. That when we're tempted to to break it break things off or to, to compromise. Right. Inflation is out of control and it just seems like money flies out the window. I look at our account daily and I'm just like, where does this money go? And you're probably the same way. And that's why I'm really excited about a new ad partner we have called Rocket Money. This is an app that helps you in real time see exactly where your money is going. And even more importantly, they'll help you identify and cancel subscriptions that you're not using. On average, they're saving their users $720 a year. I didn't think I had any subscriptions we weren't using, but this is what happens. You sign up for a, a free subscription to something, you're not using it, and that free subscription runs out. You're paying five or 10 bucks a month for the rest of your life until you cancel it. Rocket Money helped us identify it, get that under control, and save a bundle right from the start. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over 500 million in canceled subscription, guys. That's half a billion bucks. You need to get your share of that. So stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions today by going to rocketmoney.com slash naked. That's rocketmoney.com slash N-A-K-E-D. Start saving money today. And so we have to dig deep. I mean, it's really in our faith, in our commitments, we have to really dig deep. But what I found in our marriage, but also in all the different marriages that we've encountered over the years, people we've worked with over the years, is it's it's hard. You know, it feels really hard when we're walking through those hard times. But when you get through those hard times, on the other side of that endurance and that perseverance is a grit and an appreciation for each other and a faith in the Lord and what he brought you through that you did not have before. And we've lived this over and over and over again, and we will continue living it over and over again. Yeah, yeah. And I think that we have to go in with that perspective. And I'll tell you, I was this like bright eyed, bushy tailed 20 year old on my wedding day with not a lot of life experience. Dave was 22. I mean, I just turned 20. Like I was barely 20, still in college. Dave had just graduated one week earlier, 22 year old. And we're both just thinking there's no problems coming our way. I mean, yeah. who does? It's going to be just... Smooth sailing. Yeah. And, and we had some wonderful times there. Oh, we've had wonderful. Gosh. I mean, even early on, you know, we were broke, but we had a ball. Absolutely. But there was some really hard stuff we faced and it started right quickly. out of the gate. Yeah, right it, out of the it gate. Really started quickly. Yeah. And we were not equipped for it. No. Um, but God was faithful. Yes. And he's still faithful. And we didn't get through it alone. Like we reached out for help very quickly. It wasn't, you know, we had mentors at our church where we went through our premarital classes, which I love that they set it up that way. But also, and we've had mentors continuously over the years, but we went to professionals. Like, I mean, I, I would say within the first year of marriage, maybe the first few months, 
we reached out to a counselor that we got through our church, you know, network of counselors and, um, immediately sat down and, and a lot of, you know, we shared this throughout the naked marriage podcast. And even in the summer of scripture, a lot of it boiled down to boundaries. You know, when you're yeah. very young and you get married, um, it can be especially hard on the parent in-law relationship. And also even with your friends, like sometimes that was a, a thing with us too. I mean, we were, none of our friends were married right away. We were no, the we first were, of our friends to get married. We, we were like aliens. I mean, it was. We couldn't relate to any part of our life anymore because. And they got offended too. If we were like, no, we're, we're going to be home together tonight. What do you mean? You too good for us now that you're married? You know, like, I mean, <laughs> they don't know because they're still 22 or whatever, but, um, you know, so there was a lot to work through and, uh, and it was, you know, it hurt sometimes because we were trying to under, trying to figure out communication and trying to figure out sex and trying to figure out, uh, what, what job, I mean, I had a hard time, you know, I quickly graduated, I think about a year and a half into our marriage. And then I had the hardest time finding a job and we were so broke yeah. and I, and then I, it affected my, I, I really, it affected my self-esteem. Well, cause you'd, you'd work so hard. Yeah. You'd been amazing in school. You were valedictorian of your high school. You thrived in college. You'd you were planning to be, you were pre-law student of the year and then you decided that- <laughs> But I pivoted and decided not to go to law school. Yeah, because, you know, when I was- Well, my internship, us, everybody hated their job, so. Was for us and, <laughs> but, you know, you had, you have so much talent, but in those early years, like, you couldn't find anybody who recognized it in the professional space. Well, I couldn't even so get an interview. You couldn't get an interview. I mean, honestly, Eventually, I you know, she was, uh, you know, you were- I was a temp. You were temp. You you waited tables at a place that they oh, didn't I did. even, mashed yeah. taters. <laughs> it went out of business quickly, but it was basically like a buffet where they didn't tip hardly. Like and and so she's, I was making she's nothing. working for just nothing. Just and I have a college degree. And she's the brilliant, the most brilliant woman I know. And so I think God he he allowed us to experience some humbling situations. He did. And then my worship team let me go. Do you remember that? Yeah, yeah you got that. Literally, like fired from the worship. I was team. like, and really not officially fired. They didn't even care enough to call me. Right. They just they, stopped putting me on the, the, what's that app that like you schedule. get the scheduler. Yeah. And I was like, what? Is it me? No, I'm serious. But you know what it led to? Like, honestly, cause it was a hard time for like, and I feel like God was really working on me. Like, okay, Ashley, you know, like what's, what, what defines you? I mean, I yeah, think it was yeah. like, what defines you? Is it this, you know, something you're good at? Is it a job? Is it being married? Is it, you know, what is it? And, um, so it really was kind of like a, an identity crisis for me and counseling really helped. Like I, and I was seeing a counselor, we were seeing a counselor together to deal with the boundary issues um, with in-laws, but we were also like, I was seeing a counselor individually and it really was a humbling experience for me, but it really helped me. And I remember um, that, you know, kind of the, the worship thing and some other things too. We were also trying, remember we were trying to start a small group and we couldn't get anybody at our church to call us back. The church I grew up in, <laughs> but do you know what God used it though? Didn't God use it used to get it. us to get out of our comfort zone? Right. And we actually should have attended this other church because it was much closer. And ultimately what that led to was some of the best years of our life, um, volunteering with youth. It really was. And we never, ever would have gone out of, we would have never even explored that. So with all that to say, I think we have to continue to persevere through the trials, through the, the identity crises that we may have and just support each other in it. And I will say, uh, there's a lot more to say about this, but just to shorten this, Dave, during that time of me going through, I mean, I really was, I, I'm not even, it was like a delayed ident like uh, identity crisis. I think a lot of teens go through that earlier, but mine was delayed. I mean, it was like in the first year of marriage, I just really was like, who am I? You know? And, uh, I feel like you were such a great, even though I know you were like, what is going on with my wife? You were so supportive in that. And like, listen, you know, just affirming me on, on being who I am in Christ, you know, yeah. and really turning me to God and like, listen, 
your good grades don't define you. This job title doesn't define, you know what I'm saying? Like, who are you in Christ? I love you. I'm here for you no matter what, but you're not even defined by your role as a wife. You know, it's God who defines you. And just being able to persevere through that was just huge. I think if you had really pressured me to just get over it, I I probably wouldn't have done as well. So I just thank you for that. But I think all of, all of you watching and listening, what is it right now that you're going through? Are you going through a trial? Are you going through an identity crisis of sorts? Cause it can happen at any time. Are you, are you doubting God? Do you feel like it's hurting right now to keep your marriage vows? If so, talk about this with your spouse. And if it's something where it's a sticking point where you're like, we're not able to get past this. Like every time we talk about it, it's a fight. Or every time we talk about it, I just shut down. Like I don't even know how to even express myself. I just encourage you to reach out to our XO mediators at xomarriage.com slash help. And if it's not necessarily a marital issue, but a personal issue with yourself, find a, a trusted uh, Christian counselor, biblical counselor in your area. There's so many. You can even uh, use our partner, Faithful Counseling. You can go to getfaithful.com slash naked marriage and meet with someone online. But whatever you do, make sure you reach out for help and know that you're not alone. Man, so, so good. Guys, thanks for tuning in. Join us tomorrow, day 20. We'll be in the book of Proverbs, the book of wisdom. My favorite. And yeah, it's a a favorite for both of us. So I'm really looking forward to it. We'll see you then.